This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. If you are clapping, you clap. You are worshiping, you worship. If you want to lift up your voice in adoration of this king, if you want to shout unto the king of kings, you want to lift up worship, you want to praise him, just worship him. Just worship him. Worship the I am that I am. Worship the king of kings. Give him all the praise. Give him all the praise. Give him all the glory. Give him all the glory. Let our worship rise unto him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, how beautiful it is to be in your presence. Thank you for joy in your house. Thank you for fullness of it. Be thou exalted, O God. May worship never cease from us. May praise never cease on our lips. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, the hour has come that you speak to us through your word. Father, please speak. For everyone in here today, Lord, please give that one a word. In the name of Jesus, let us not leave this place the way we came in. Father, let us go back rejoicing. Let's go knowing that we had an encounter with you. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Please take your seats. Amen. We are all welcome this morning. Amen. Uh, this morning, by his grace, we, I want to attempt what I've prepared, but I believe the Holy Spirit will minister unto each and every one of us. Amen. Because all I've done is done my own preparation, but it is the Spirit that will minister to us. And as I trust the Holy Spirit today to speak to each and every one of us, uh, I believe we'll be receptive to the words. I want to take us back a bit to some basics, hallelujah, some basics that will help us maybe in our spiritual or will help us in our spiritual work that maybe we have forgotten about, hallelujah. I look at the things that are happening every now and then, and I try to look at the life of the apostles, and I try to see what was working for them, why, why, why was it a bit that easy for them to do the work? And why is it that we are finding it a bit difficult? Why are we not getting results the way they were getting? And then the, the two words that came to, my, 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 uh, to me were prayer and the word of God. And that's why I said I want us to go back to the basics today. And what I want us to look at today is dedication to prayer and the word of God. But because what I have written... Even in the next one hour, it will not be sufficient for me to say what I want to say. 
So at some point, I will leave the prayer aside because I want us to focus on the word of God. Hallelujah. Because I looked at the lives of the, the life of the apostles, all of them. You just find out that one thing or the other, what they were doing was that is either they were studying, and because they were studying, they were praying. Then they were praying, then something happened. And I looked at, you know, great men in the scriptures, a lot of men in the scriptures. It's the word, the word of God, prayer and the word of God. Amen. So we'll take our text from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6, verse 4. Acts chapter 6, verse 4. And it says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. We will give ourselves continually. We will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word of God. Now, if you've read this part of the scriptures, you will understand that that was when you know, there was, there was there were a bit of murmuring amongst the, the believers. And then they came, you know, they, they came to the apostles. And the apostles didn't want to wear themselves out. They said, look, so that we don't get ourselves into other things, you pick some people that will help to solve these things amongst yourself, people that you know that are amongst yourself. But this is what we, the apostles, we want to be committed to. We want to give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry. Now, you know, it's, it's just trying to understand the, the place of prayer and the word of God in our devotional lives as Christians. And I'm looking at you, what is the place? What's the place of the word of God? And it's, it's very, very important, especially in this season that we are. You know, when we're in this season, when the church is calling for, uh, when the church has called for a fast like this, that's the time that you find out that your prayer life, your spiritual life, some things just need to pick up again. Hallelujah. Some things pick up again. So we need it. I just thought, I, I, I felt strongly that we, 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 we need it. Prayer and the word of God to a child of God is like the two legs that you stand on. Prayer and the word of God. It's like the two legs you stand on. One is prayer, one is the word of God. It's like, you know, it's like a rifle with ammunition. It's like a bow and arrow. Prayer and the word of God. Like a bow and arrow. And in the spiritual realm, your legs stand as the prayer and the word. Your legs stand as prayer and word. Of course, when we talk about fasting, we talk about prayer as well, isn't it? But when you pray, the effectiveness of it it's in the word. So, it's prayer and the word of God. So, two of them must be merged together to make an outstanding Christian. If you want, if you, if you must be a star, if you must be an outstanding Christian, then prayer and the word of God must be merged together. You must all the time merge them. You must merge them all the time. I want us to look at a few men, you know, uh, in the scriptures. I want us to look at some few examples in the scriptures of, uh, uh, of people that prayed, people that had the word, and then we, 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 we will continue. Abraham, Abraham, in Genesis chapter 19, verse 29, and Abraham went early in the morning. The Bible says he went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. Early in the morning, where he had stood before, he was not just standing there for the first time. 
it means it's a regular thing. It means it's a usual thing for him to go in the morning and stand in that place where he had stood before the Lord. He was a man who had a place, he, who had a place with the Lord. He was a man who had a specific spot with the Lord. He was a man who had a stand with the Lord. Abraham. He had a stand in the place of prayer with the Lord. He was negotiating the place of Sodom and Gomorrah. It was even in the place of prayer. When he was negotiating, negotiating the place of Sodom and Gomorrah, it was in the place of uh, prayer. In Genesis 18, 17 to 19, also talking about Abraham in the place of word, he was in the position of the words of the Lord. He was in the position, when you read that passage, the Lord said, I shall, uh, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed of him. He said, for I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after, household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteous and justice, righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. It's to, the command there is talking about Abraham being in possession of the Lord because God knows that he had, he had his word, and it was that word he was going to pass down to his children, to his generation. So that's Abraham in the place of... Uh, Prayer and place of word. Let's look at David. David. Psalms 55 verse 17. Psalm 55 verse 17 in the place of prayer. The Bible says there that evening, morning, and noon, I will cry out to the Lord and he shall hear me. That was David in the place of prayer. Evening, morning, night, every time that I would cry out where? In the place. I will cry unto the Lord. That's in the place of prayer. If you look at David and the word, Psalms 119 verse 163. He says, I hate to abhor lying, but I love your law. Where is the law written? In the word. In the word. In the word. Daniel. Daniel. Let's look at Daniel. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. The Bible tells us in Daniel 6 10 that Daniel prayed, prayed how many times? Three times he prayed as it as was his custom. The Bible said he prayed as was his custom. He prayed. He prayed. Daniel was the man of prayer. He prayed. And the Bible tells us also that he understood by books. That Daniel understood by books. In Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. Daniel understood by the books the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord. So he knew the books. He knew. He knew the word of God. He knew the word of God. He was very, very much, you know, in tune with the word. May the Lord help us to study his word. Elijah. Let's look at Elijah. James 5.17. Elijah, the Bible says Elijah was a man with nature like ours. And he prayed. You know, and he prayed. Elijah was a symbol of prayer in the scriptures. He was a symbol of, you know, we talk about his prayer. He prayed, he prayed, he prayed. Prayed, asked his servant, go, come. He prayed, 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 prayed. Elijah, he prayed. And the word in 1 Kings 18, 36. Elijah said, I have done this at your word. The word of God. 
Your word fueled me to do this. That's what Elijah was saying. Your word fueled me. Your word was the fuel. Your word was the thing that moved me to do this. Another example is Samuel. Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 23. And Samuel said something there. He said, God forbid that I will sin against the Lord by not praying to you. Uh, he said, by not praying to you. That's why he was saying that. I said, moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in season to pray. In season to pray. May the Lord take us to that place that we will pray without ceasing in the mighty name of Jesus. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 21, also God revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. By the word of the Lord. Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. So the Lord appeared to him through his word. Through his word. Let's look at another example. Paul. Paul in Ephesians 6.18. The Bible says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That was Paul as regards prayer. And when you read his life, prayer, prayer. You see, see when I was... Do- Preparing this, one of the things that I saw about Paul, you know, I was even sharing it with my wife. I said, I said, the way he started his Christian journey, it was a tough one. You can imagine, I make an, make an altar call here, and then you come up here. You didn't have breakfast. You didn't even know you were going to come for altar call. And from this place, you continued fasting for three days, dry fast. He started his journey like that from his conversion. He started with three days fast, no food, nothing. And I thought, I said, wow, that was why he could go through some of those things. Looks difficult. And that's why the man speaks about grace, grace, grace. Paul, he never stopped praying. Second Thessalonians chapter Second uh, uh, Thessalonians five seven says, "Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing." Acts twenty thirty two. Paul come, uh, uh, Paul speaking there. He said, "I commend the word to you. I commend the word. I commend you to to God and the word of His grace. Word, 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 word of God. The word of God." So let's look at Jesus. Jesus. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, the Bible tells us that Jesus went to a solitary place and prayed. He went to a solitary place and prayed. Luke chapter 6, verse 12, also says, Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. So, all night started with him. The all night that we are doing. It's, so it's not that when he when he's saying we should pray all night and we're struggling, he did it. Though. He did it. 
And that's the one in whose name everyone prays. That's the one in whose name everyone prays. You and I pray. Eh? When we pray, how do we finish it? In Jesus' name. That's the one. But he went. He, he will look for a solitary place. He will look for a quiet place to pray. He goes to the mountains where he knows nobody will disturb him. He prayed all night. The Lord give us grace to pray. Jesus who had no need for anything. How much more you and I? But he prayed. In Luke 4, 16 to 17. Bible tells us that he went up as was his custom and then he read. He read the word. He read the word. He was given the scriptures there. He was given the, 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 the scriptures there and he read from Isaiah. He read. He read. Look at the word. Reading the word. He was the word. Yet he was reading the word. The word read the word. So what are the products of dedication to the word? I've taken prayer out now so that we, we narrow down uh, word. What are, what are the products of dedication to the word? You see, because when you're doing something, there has to be a result, isn't it? There should be, it should produce something. So number one thing there, the word builds faith. The word of God builds our faith. As you read the word, faith builds up in you. As you read the word, as you read the word daily, it builds your faith. In Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what? The word. Hearing by the word. Every new insight raises your faith level. As you read the word and you catch a revelation, you catch a rhema, you have an insight, it raises your faith level. It raises your faith level. Every time you see something new that you've not seen before, your audacity shifts. Your power, you know, your power level just shifts. It just shifts. The word of God. It just shifts. Level shift. Everything just moves. Do you know, a chicken can turn into a lion by just light. Revelation. Light. From the word of God, a chicken can turn, a goat can turn into a leopard by light. In fact, a, ba- a bat can literally become an eagle. A lot of times the things that we see is, is word. Like, like I said again, when I was reading the, 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 the stories of the apostles, again, I saw that it was the word that was in them that was making them bold. Word. You know the difference between the vulture and the eagle is what they eat. As much as they both feed on, they, they like to feed on flesh. Is what they eat. The vulture feeds on rotten one. He feeds on the one. He waits for someone to kill it, and he will wait there. He will wait and wait. But the the the, the, the eagle will go and look for his own, kill it fresh, eat it fresh. That's the difference. And why am I saying this? If you want to be an eagle, you must learn to feed fresh. We must just learn to feed fresh on the word of God. Because the word that you read yesterday is not the same with what you will see today. Father, we thank you for your word. 
Number two, words builds strength. The word of God builds strength, energy. Kakarakakarati, kakarakarati. Agba, you know. Hallelujah. It makes you, you know, you just, you are strong. The word gives strength. That word is not in the dictionary. You won't find it there. Kakarakarati. You know, sometimes you look at Agidibashos, there's like that. Amen. First John 2.14. Can we have First John 2.14, please? Let's move on. It says, I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong. And the word of God does what? Abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. The word of God gives you strength. The word of God gives strength. If it abides in you, it gives you strength. When you see a goat fighting the cow, I showed some of, some of them the video. A goat, one small goat, was fighting a cow. It kept coming. It kept coming. After some time, the cow just... And you, you would think the, cow, the goat, after getting up, will go away. It came back in full force. I started chasing this, this, and it was a bull. Until the bull turned away, I started running. Strength. He has the faith. That look, it's, not, it's knowing how big you are. It's not in how big you are. You don't win by size. You win by the faith. And the faith is built by light that you receive from the word of God. The word builds hope. The word of God builds hope. It keeps your hope alive. It keeps your hope alive. You are, you are delivered from discouragement by the word of God. Psalm 119, verse 49 to 50. You know, your word calls me to hope. Your word calls me to hope. Your word has given me life. The word of God gives hope. It gives life. Psalm 119, verse 18, verse 81, it says, My soul fends for your salvation, but I hope in your word. I hope in your word. The word. Hope in the word. Every time you have a situation that looks like your mind is shaky, just trust in the word of God. Trust in the word of God from the scriptures. Trust in the word. Sometimes you will get a phrase. Sometimes it just comes like a phrase. Sometimes the word will just drop. A lot of times the thing that we don't do is we, 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 we don't sit back. That's why I said I, I, when, the, when, when these words came to me, it was taking me back to some basic things that we have forgotten even as believers. The word of God and prayer. Hey, when, when, when the word drops, what do you do? When, you, when, the word gives you, when God gives you a word, what do you do? Do you just collect the word and just leave it? When you get the word, sometimes it will come even as a phrase. Look for it in the scriptures and read through the whole passage. The, the, the word that God has for you is in that passage, is in that word as he drops it to you. Word. Inside that scripture, there's something that's always there for you that will make, you, make your faith rise like that of a lion. 
Many times God has more to say for, to us than all that we see or all that we just flip through. Many times he has more to say to us. And many of us, we don't even get anything new because we thought that we have known it. We thought that we've read it. And, you know, because of that, a lot of times when somebody is reading the scriptures, you just find out that before the person even finishes reading, you have helped him to finish quoting. But he is reading, he is reading it to you, and it is in you listening that you get the word that is meant for you from that passage that the person is reading. So many times we just miss the word because we think, we, we just feel, oh, I know it. But you, you know, you don't. I pray God would give us a fresh revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. It is the word that has given some of us the hope to keep praying for some things and even for some nations. It is the, the, the hope in the word of God. Ah, otherwise, you think if it's not the, the hope that it's in the word of God, you think some nations will be standing like the, 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 the country that God first dropped me in. It is the, it's the hope. That is why people still pray for that nation. Let's move on. Hope, bring, uh, <laughs> hallelujah. The word of God brings joy. Amen. Psalm 119, 162. It says, I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. I rejoice as your word, at your word. Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 15, 16, that your word, your words that we found, I, I ate them, that he ate this word, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. So the word of God brings joy. The word of God brings joy. The word of God is a therapy for depression and despair. Either the word as it is raw, or as someone brings it to you, or as a prophecy, the word is a therapy. The word is a therapy. Number five, the word connects us to the voice of God. The word connects us to the voice of God. In Psalms 29 verse 3, it says, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. So if you want to hear the voice of the Lord, look for the waters. Ephesians 5.26 says that, that he may sanctify and cleanse her with what? With the washing of water by the word. With the washing of water by the word. The easiest way to hear from the Lord is through the word. And it is the surest hearing. It is the surest, the surest hearing. When you familiarize yourself with the voice of God through the word, when you hear his voice outside, or when you hear his voice anywhere, it will not sound strange to you. You will know it. Because the way he spoke to you through the word, the way he spoke to you in his word, is the same way you will hear him. It's the same way you will hear him. He directs you to a scripture. Ask the Lord what he is talking about. A lot of times we don't ask questions. We have stopped asking questions even as, as believers. You know, like I said, uh, it's just going back to the, because I kept asking, it's, we've stopped asking questions. Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, what is the meaning of this? Lord, what are you saying through this word? Lord, what are you saying in this passage? And, and that took me through the words that the Lord has been giving to us as a church. For how many years now? Every month he sends a word. And I was asking myself, 
how much have these words that they have been, the Lord has been sending these past years, how much of it has it impacted you? How many times do we sit here? If I ask us, some of us, we don't even know the passage for the, and that's just been true, truth, isn't it? We don't even know where the passage, the word that the Lord gave us this month is from. So, but he has given it to us as a church. Do you think because God gave it to us as a church, it was to Pastor Chris because he's the head of the church? Or is to this building, Fountain of Love? It's to us. And we need to read it because we highlight the, 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 the main word there that he said to us. But read the entire Isaiah 30. Not just 30 verse 15. And see what's in need in that rest that he said. Father, open my ears out to your word to hear your voice clearly. Let me receive directions clearly in Jesus' name. Number six, the word connects us to his presence. The word of God connects us to his presence. First Samuel chapter 3 verse 21 says, Then the Lord appeared again. We read that passage before. The Lord appeared again and he appeared again. He revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh. By what? By the word of the Lord. His presence is in his word. The presence of God is usually in his word. So when the word comes, he follows the word. When he releases a word, when he brings the word, his presence is usually in that word because it's his word. So he follows it up to perform it. His presence is usually in his word. John 1.1 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with, and the word was God. Hallelujah. The word the Lord gives us every month again, I see, it carries his presence. It carries his presence. That's why you see some people will come and they will give testimonies. So when the word came out, I received it. And this is what it did to me. This is what it did to me. And by the way, it was from there that this, this, you know, this, this, message, this message was birthed in me. Because I was asking myself those questions. What these words, are they, are they just throwing them at me? Or what is the impact is having on me as Reuben, as a child of God? His presence is in his word. How has it impacted you yourself, if I may ask? Let's move on. Number seven. It, no, the word of God is fuel for prayer. The word of God is fuel for prayer. Can we read Hosea 14, verse 1 to 2, please? Hosea chapter 14, verse 1 to 2. O Israel, return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Verse 2, please. He says, take words with you and do what? Return to the Lord. Say to him, take words with you. You know, it's saying that when you go before the Lord, remind him of his word that he has spoken. And, and, and think of it, that they stand there. They, we say, Lord, remember what you said in First John. Yeah? If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us. That is what you are giving it back to him. You are saying, God, look, this is it. I'm returning to you with your word. Please forgive me. You show me mercy because you said you will forgive me. It fails. Every time, every time you find new revelation, 
you express it in prayer. Every time you catch new light, you see new light, express it in prayer to the one that has given you the word. The word. John 15 says, John 15 verse 17 says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you shall ask whatsoever you desire. You shall ask. May the word of the Lord dwell in us. Many of us don't pray for lack of words. Many of us find it difficult to pray for lack of words. I think it was last Sunday or was it two Sundays ago, pastor was leading us, even taking just the Lord's Prayer, the, popular, the, the, the one that we, growing up in primary school and the rest we recited. And he, I, I'm sure even for the three or so minutes that, we, that he led us to pray that prayer, it was just our father. Now, when we catch all of those revelations, when we are able, when we have the word, when we read the word all the time, do you know prayer will flow easily? Prayer will flow easily. I remember some years back in this same fountain of love. I remember some years back. We used to pick one book of the scripture and go and study, study, and come back. And that's what we will do our uh, midweek service in. And I remember how you see people, you know, until the thing started dying down. The people were not reading it again. So, and I was asking myself, I was saying to myself, imagine that we continued like that. Imagine that, imagine we continued and everybody was, because why pastor asked us to stop was because people were no longer reading. The week will come and pass, would have not read even one verse. And then when he comes and he's asking, then our, everybody's head is down trying to. But I was telling myself, I said, if we had continued, imagine, that's more than two years now. Think of the fire that will be in this church. From the word of God. And I said, God, is that how unfaithful we have been? I pray the Lord will rekindle a fire in us. In the mighty name of Jesus. When you read the word, you find out that your prayer life becomes different. When you read the word of God constantly, you find out that your, your prayer life becomes different. Because as you're reading it, you, something stops you at one point, And you pray on, on just that one. And you just keep screaming on that one point. It's like, I, I don't know how to express it. Because you, your experience might be different from mine. But one thing I know is that when you read the word and you catch that you just, just that one. The way you will shout about it, the way you will be going on, you will, you will think, look, this person has just hit gold. And truly is gold. In fact, more than gold. When you read the word. Prayer flows when you read the word. Your life will be different. Prayerlessness is a proof of relationship. You know, a relationship failure. But it can lead to hardship many times. And when we don't read the word, honestly, our prayer life just begins to go down. What are we... When you don't read the word, your prayer life just keeps going down. And that is failure on relationship. It means your relationship even with God. When you're married with your spouse and, and, and you don't speak with your spouse every day. 
what will happen? At the end of the day, everybody will just begin to maintain his own lane. Then there will be nothing, no communication, nothing, nothing. So what's, what's this word all about? What is this word all about? The study of the word is the accessing of the ways, thoughts, principles, and precepts of God from his book in order to walk better with him. I take that again. So the study of the word is the accessing of the ways, thoughts, principles, and precepts of God from his book in order to walk better with him. It means I'm trying to know what he likes, how he thinks. I want to know what his principles are, what his precepts are, what are the things he forbids me from doing, what he, the way he wants me to walk with him. That's what the word is. So my two suggestions and my two advice words before we pray. Number one, pray and study the word. Habitually. Pray and study the word habitually. Hallelujah. Pray and study the word habitually. Even the one that God sends to us every month. Let's try it. We have just two more months. I mean, it's even less than two months. This word is on now. I believe that God will not forsake us. God will not leave us for our stubbornness. He will still send another word next month. Amen? You know, the worst thing that can happen to us as the children of God is for God to hold back his word from us. I pray. And that's my advice. Let's pray. Let's pray and study the word habitually. You see, the Bible said concerning Daniel in Daniel 6.10, he said he prayed as at other times as it was his habit. His habit. Let's pray. Make it a habit. Make it a habit. Job said, I have esteemed his word more than my daily bread. More than my daily bread. I have esteemed his word. I have treasured the words more than the food, more than anything that I even eat. That's how much he treasured the words. And when I was reading this, you see, when you prepare for this thing, it first hits you. You know, you know and I was looking at it, and I said, wow, more than. So, before I even think of eating food, physical food, the first thing that should have entered my mouth should be the spiritual one. Because that's what Job is saying. He said, I esteem, he said it's not, the physical food is not important to me. As the word of God. I want to have it. And I was asking myself questions. Ruben. Ruben. Sometimes when we are not fasting like this. As you jump out of bed. As, as you jump out of your bed. What is first ringing in your head? A cup of tea. Hallelujah. Somebody is treasuring God's word more than daily bread. Father, take me to that place. Number two advice I have for us. Please pray and study his words persistently. Persistently means when it appears as if you are already getting results or not. Just keep, pray, keep praying and studying the word. 
whether it appears that, yes, I am getting answers or not, it means I should just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Tenaciously, restlessly, keep doing it. As, you know, like your life depends, the next minute depends on it. Then time will come when the word that you eat will eat you up. You know, the passage that came to mind, Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. Please, if we can have that passage up. It's talking about the yoke that is upon us shall be destroyed because of... Isaiah, let, let's read it. Isaiah 10, 27, please. You have it. Yes, it says, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder. And his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Because of the anointing. You see, you see I, I, I tried to check. I've checked this passage. I've checked it. And you know what? That anointing oil, the yoke that he's talking about, how the, the, the Hebrew version of it describes it, 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 it causes shaman. And that shaman, it says, is fatness. That as you study the word of God, as you, you know, it's like you will lean when you first receive the word. But as you eat the word of God, as you study it and it's going into you, you're growing fat. You're growing fat in your spirit. You're growing big. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, that yoke upon your neck just gets destroyed. Not that it breaks, it gets destroyed. Why? Because you have grown too big for that yoke. Because you have grown too big. So the yoke will not only break, it will destroy completely. And I said, God, thank you. The yoke, that yoke shall be destroyed. That when they put it on you, when you are slim, ah, they were looking, they're thinking, he's not, nothing's going to happen. But you caught light. You, light came, revelation came, and you started to study the word. All of a sudden, pa. There were certain things you were suffering from. There were certain things you were going through. There were certain things that had put you down. And because you give yourself to studying the word of God and praying, all of a sudden these things just leave. You know, they just leave. Maybe one sickness, one illness has been troubling you. And as you study the word, you suddenly wake up, you check, that thing has gone because of the power of his word. Maybe it's, you know, those dreams that you have, that the devil keeps. You know, you have those dreams every now and then. Constantly, they're coming. Those devils are coming at night and giving you food to eat. Keeping you stagnant in that place. That they all the time taking you back to a place that you have been before. You know you have finished with that. Examinations you have written before. Then you keep seeing yourself back in your old secondary school writing exams. That's stagnation. And all of a sudden, these things break. But it comes... With studying the word of God, making the word habitual, reading it persistently, reading it persistently, reading it persistently. Keep fattening yourself with light, with insight, and with revelation. And as you do that, ask God to speak to you, even as you meditate upon his word. Meditate on it as well. And keep fattening yourself. Keep fattening. I will say it again. I know we don't like to hear that word fat. But that is what it is. We're not talking of this. No, 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 no. That the scripture is saying just keep growing. Just keep fattening yourself in it. As you read it. As you read it. You know, I just want, you know, again, when you look at the life of the apostles, you look at their lives. You, you see, 
with all that they were doing, how busy they were. But they were reading and praying. And they said, look, don't disturb us with anything. Let's be studying and be praying. And the prayer I want us to pray. Hallelujah. The prayer I want us to pray. As I want us to declare that I'm getting too big for the yoke. The yoke of oppression. The yoke of stagnation and fear. Satanic affliction that can never survive in my life again. From today, as I begin to feed on the word of God. As I begin to feed in his word. You want to rise with me and let us pray. Rise with me and let us pray. Like I said, it was taking me down back to the basics, back to the things that we need to know again. So I want us to declare. I want us to pray. I want us to just lift up our, our hands up to the Lord and declare and say, Lord, I am getting too big for the yoke. The yoke of oppression. I don't know what yoke has been upon you. I don't know what's the yoke that you're going through. But I want you to declare, I am getting too big for you. I'm getting too big for the yoke. I'm getting too big for the yoke of oppression. I'm getting too big for the yoke of stagnation and the yoke of fear. Every affliction in my life from today, as I begin to feed on the word of God, in the name of Jesus, you live. As I begin to feed on the word of God, you live. As I feed on the word of God, as I feed on his word. Oh, you yoke, I'm too big for you. I'm getting too big for you. Every yoke upon my life, I command you, break now. As I get too big for you, be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Be destroyed, be destroyed. As I begin to feed on the word of God, your tenure is over. As I feed on the word of God, your tenure in my life is over. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We're going to take Isaiah 30, verse 15, please. Isaiah 30, 15. Isaiah 30, 15. That's a, we'll take that last one. It says, For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. Hallelujah. In returning and rest, rest you shall be saved. Father, as I feed on your word, give me rest. As I feed on your word, give me rest all round. In the name of Jesus, let us pray. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. As I feed on your word, give me rest. Give me rest, oh God. Father, still every storm in my life, still every storm, Lord, your word says in Joshua 21, that Father, oh Lord, that you gave your children rest on every side as you promised their fathers. Father, give me rest on all sides. Lord, as you promised us this month, give me rest from today till eternity. Give me rest from every side, oh God. Every area of my life, Lord, give me rest. Give me rest, oh God. Give me rest, oh God. Give me rest, oh God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the assurance of your word. Lord, your word will not fail on us. It will not fail us. Lord, your word, Father, you will not take away from us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for blessing us, O oh Lord. And thank you for rest that you have given us all around. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.
For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.